Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the 2019 Embodied Astrology Horoscopes. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. The audio recording you're about to hear contains a 15 to 20 minute summary of the year ahead. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. These horoscopes are given with an emphasis on self-growth and personal awareness. My hope is that they'll provide you with inspiration and support to live your life authentically, to build relationships that are deeply nourishing, to pursue work in the world that is fulfilling, and to recognize and live into the ways you uniquely can participate in shifting our collective consciousness towards greater compassion and healing for all beings and for the planet we share. If you enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about astrology, please check out my website, embodiedastrology.com, and the post for this episode where you can find 2019 affirmations for all 12 signs and a link to my podcast where I'll give a longer report on astrological themes for the upcoming year, as well as a guided meditation to support your journey through the year. Additionally, I offer monthly Zodiac journals for astrology students and enthusiasts. We're about halfway through Capricorn season now, and Aquarius season is just around the corner. These journals will help you plan for the upcoming month by giving you detailed information about the season, lunar cycles, and planetary transits. The journals are available for single purchase, but they're also given for free to my monthly subscribers. You can subscribe at any amount per month from the site by clicking the Donate and Subscribe button. Finally, for those of you who really want to work with your personal astrology this year, check out my 2019 Year Ahead online class, available from the shop on embodiedastrology.com. This class includes a detailed presentation on planetary transits and aspects in 2019, and will teach you to apply this information directly to your own natal chart. Along with the recorded content, you'll receive a package of easy-to-follow handouts and worksheets, a 2019 lunar calendar and planetary aspect guide, and suggestions for personal practices to survive and thrive in the year ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Sagittarius. Happy 2019, and thank you so much for listening. So this is an exciting year for you. There are a lot of changes that are happening and a lot of growth and development, a lot of personal work. It's kind of the name of the game for you in 2019 and 2020 is focus and development on what's closer in your identity, your value systems, your home, your family, um, your creativity, kind of how you're expressing yourself, potentially your children and your health. So let's start just with your identity. 2019 is a year for you to expand your identity and to see uh, more opportunities for growth in who you are and how you could be. So one of the messages here is to do some critical thinking around how you got to be who you are. The family that you came from and the culture uh, that really influenced you, so your home environment and the uh, the norms, the traditions of the place that you grew up, these are incredibly influential. It doesn't matter if you continued along your life in the same vein as your family or your neighborhood, or if you completely rebelled. One way or another, you grow from the seed <laughs> that was planted. You know, you, you sprout up from that place. 
So one of the things that will be really productive for you to do in 2019 is to get to know your family better and to seek to see the ways that you have been conditioned. So how you got to be who you are. With as much grace as possible, see the influences of your parents and families uh, of origin, the biological families, as well as chosen or adopted. Who raised you? How was your mind influenced by them? How did you articulate your identity in response to them? Seek to see these people and these places as conditioned in themselves. So they didn't get to where they are, how they are in a vacuum. There are long lineages for all of us that go back to the beginning of the human race, right? Like we have been built upon everything that came before us. And there's some kind of negotiation that you're doing right now with the idea of home and family and tribe. The need for you right now is to figure out the balance between individuality and belonging. As a Sagittarian person, as a fire person, um, the, the person is of primary importance. And so for Sagittarius, it's a lot of like, what do I believe? You know, the, the belief system is the growth structure. The ways that you assert and assume and impose your beliefs uh, on your family <laughs> will influence how you feel accepted, whether you feel accepted, whether you feel supported, etc. And your family, of course, will be a huge influence on the belief systems that you have. So this is one of the places where I just have a question for you based on this chart and an invitation to really explore what this balance is. When and how you find yourself creating home and connection um, with people in a sustained way that I would call family or tribe. So this doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you have to be married with kids or something, but if you're co-living, if you're um, part of an intentional community, um, if you live at home, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's however you're putting your energy into building and sustaining connections. You want to be as inclusive as possible. Let other people influence you and notice where you're, you know, pushing forward with your own ideas. This isn't to say that you shouldn't do that because a lot of the times your ideas are necessary and we need them. But there's a message in this chart that is about friction, and that friction is in understanding the interdependence between you as an experience of individuality, you and your own body, and you as a product and participant in the environment that nourishes and sustains you, and with the people that nourish and sustain you. There needs to be balance. And you, for your part, want to treat your home and family as sacred. 
And that doesn't matter if you have a good relationship with them or not. When you're treating them as sacred, you're the recipient of sacredness. You can dislike your family. (laughs) You can not want to be around them. But recognizing their goodness on some level, um, releasing yourself from unhealthy bonds, um, you know, cutting cords of resentment, that kind of thing, that's all necessary. Um, Seeing your people as imperfect, you know, as, as human beings who are trying and just loving them for how they are, this is necessary. Seeing your, your people and the places that you come from as your spiritual teachers who push you more, uh, further onto your path and who call out your growth. This is necessary. So 2019 is a lot of opportunity for you to to reconfigure and negotiate your relationship to your own identity, to your family, and to your tribe, and to really um, invest yourself in building homes and connections that are sacred, that are spiritual. Now, if you're someone who's involved with real estate, now we get into more of a a practical, tangible (laughs) form of this. If you're someone who's involved with real estate or if you have um, stuff going on in your house right now, there uh, is some message in the Sagittarius chart that this could be taking uh, quite a bit of your attention and your time. Um, So here's what I would have to offer to that. Um, pray. (laughs) If you work with real estate, if you work with property, you can bless the property. You can um, really seek to support natural plant life to appreciate the grounds and the property. There's this idea of sentience in all things and the need for all um, manifestation to be appreciated as sentient. And so that's one of the ways that you might um, address this. You might also seek to create sanctuary in the spaces that you're building. So there is this message around infusing sacredness into your homes and into your families. And this includes any kind of property that you own or maintain or live in. Um, so if something is taking a lot of your time and attention, treat it as a spiritual path and just really try and be, uh, with it in whatever way you can as an aspirant, as someone who's on the path, um, and, you know, give your energy and then recognize where your energy is being influenced and just pay attention to it. Um, one of the changes that we also move into, excuse me, two of the changes that we're also moving into in 2019 are longer term cycles. So one of them is this unlocking of your creativity that you're kind of stepping into, um, a new phase with. This is a nine year cycle in which you are given a lot of opportunities to recognize the ways that your inner child has been um, molded. (laughs) And this goes back to what I was just saying with family and with conditioning. So as you recognize these uh, layers of relationship and influence, you'll also recognize the places where you got separated from yourself. 
So this is true for all of us. You know, we've all had these experiences where our natural instincts get um, suppressed or subverted, or we feel somehow wrong, or we're literally harmed by something, and then we cut off from some part of our being. So over the course of these next nine years, you are coming back to these places in yourself and integrating and reintegrating so that your creative expression in the world can come into um, a place of of greater um, efficacy and potential with healing. If you're a person who fancies yourself as creative, and I hope that anybody listening does, um, creative energy is simply when you feel like you're playing. If something takes your interest and attention and it guides you and you're excited about it, this is a creative space. The more that you can feel how your creative energy has been shaped by your influences, then the more you can make choices about how you want to continue shaping your expressions and your offerings into the world. I think that you're ready to start taking some more risks. I think that you're ready to start living into um, schedules and rhythms and ways of being in your body and with your time and with your money or your resources that are more creative, that are more fun, that are more playful. And I really want to encourage you to allow this and to nourish these instincts. That said, money and resources are a big theme in 2019 and 2020. I think you're trying to figure out how to be responsible and sustainable with them. Some of you may be quite focused on increasing your wealth um, this year and next year. What I want to say is that you have more access to resources when you are resourceful. Um, And so think about the ways that the little things that you do every day can actually turn into, if it's not direct financial income, that it's like something that can be either replicatable or used by many people or somehow valued in like an exponential way. Um, An example of this would be if you have kids and you have, you know, your kid has like 10 friends and then two parents watch all 10 kids um, one day out of the week and then all the other parents get that day off and then you have some kind of like rhythm that you do with that. So this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. You want to be resourceful and reach out into your communities for sure, your um, kind of immediate environments and anyone that, that you're involving yourself with, but really look at yourself and how you spend your time and what it is that you need. And are there ways that you can um, life hack a little bit and figure out how to get more um, freedom and possibility with the ways that you're going about things? So I want to just kind of 
remind all of us of that adage, right? Like work smarter, not harder. This is the kind of thing that you really want to be doing this year and next year is figuring out how your efforts can be more impactful um, and less of a drain for you. Over the course of the next seven years, you you need to innovate and experiment with your day-to-day. You want to get free. So this might mean for a lot of you that you need to do a different kind of job, that you need to um, maybe free yourself up in, in other ways. In your daily schedule, you want to feel more free. This means like responsibility counterintuitively, right? Like freedom comes with and from responsibility. So as I was saying, work smarter, not harder, figure out how your schedule and structuring yourself can help support a greater freedom. If you can find ways to log or, um, document your efforts and your jobs and your work, you'll probably find that there are plenty of places that are overlapping and unnecessary and you can start to cut them out. But that in and of itself is a discipline and it's a task. This is the kind of thing that I want for you is to figure out which tasks will help free you up so that you have more unstructured time. When you have more unstructured time, then you can give yourself to your creative energy, to your explorations, and to your playfulness. When you can spend more time in playfulness and um, exploration, then you get to free yourself up from entanglements around how you should be spending your time and your attention and your energy. And as you free yourself up from those entanglements, you can make different choices about how you want to be with people. You can um, be with the people around you with greater presence, with greater love, and without being preoccupied by stuff that you probably don't need to be doing. Um, So over the next year, year and a half, there are a lot of changes that are coming for you in the realm of wealth and exchange. Um, I want to think about this broadly. So it begins with self-esteem and the ways that you're exchanging with other people around values and worth and um, kind of either internalizing messages or, or projections from them or um, not or or sharing um, sentiments and vibrations of trust. Um, after this, there comes literal sharing of resources. And in the next year and a half to two years, there's a lot that wants to be shared with you. You are potentially able to receive a lot to increase your income, or again, as I said, to um, really open up to a, uh, a lot of resources and a different kind of resourcefulness. And in order to do this, you want to let go of old ideas about value systems and self-worth. You want to let go of stinginess. So if you are, um, <laughs> if you're a stingy person, if you notice that you get gripped around what you have and you don't, you know, you, you don't want to give it, um, that's an area to pay attention to. It's kind of like the less concerned you are, um, with maintaining what you have, then the more is given to you. 
Over the course of 2019, there are a couple of times where you're really supported to take a break and take some time off. The first is in the month of March. Um, This is a month when it is a really great space for you to reflect on home and family particularly and to feel into the nature of these relationships um, and the spaces that you occupy Simplicity is something to strive for here, and simplicity is cutting away all of the bullshit. So deep listening and presence are the things that you want. If you can somehow take as much time as possible off of work in March and just be home or be with the people that you would call your tribe, your family, Um, There's a lot for you to to receive in that month. Um, I know it's not possible to take off work every single day. So if you can cut out any kinds of unnecessary distractions and give as much room um, for that kind of connection as possible, it will definitely be of benefit. In July, this is a a really powerful time for you to... um, increase value and to open up to new layers of abundance and prosperity to open yourself into different ways of exchange and resourcing. Um, This is also a time when you're going to want to reflect on agreements that you have with people and the ways that you're sharing resources. Um, Honesty is key. So if there are relationships or agreements that there's like funky stuff going on with and people aren't really talking about it. The month of July is a really good time to get those conversations out and into the open. Finally, in November, if you can take retreat, November is the time to do it. If you can really unplug, uh, in November is going to be a time when your unconscious mind can expand greatly and the more quietness and space you have for that the better Um, none of these times march july or november are particularly good for starting new projects or for making important decisions they are really important times for reflection for relationship for remaining with questions that are on the table for reconsidering etc So the theme of this year, Sagittarius, is a a redefining and a restructuring of your value systems that results from uh, an inquiry, a deep inquiry into the state of you, (laughs) your becoming, how you've become what you are and what it is that you are on the path towards. As your value systems are restructured, you're going to free up time and energy to become more playful and experimental in the world. And this is wonderful because as you open up that energy, there's a lot coming in to support you in those pursuits. All right, well, I'll leave it there for now. And I'm wishing you all the best in 2019 and beyond. Thank you so much for listening.